Okay, welcome everyone to our free business coaching session. Thank you for showing up and giving me your beautiful time today. I only have two rules for the session that I could think of. I might make up more later if they come through. Number one is when you're, if you get called on to be coached, please no mentioning um, like any names of other humans or programs or courses or anything like that. If you need to tell me like a story to give me some context, absolutely do so. Just no naming of other people who aren't on the call. And um, today is all about you and us working through any beliefs or anything that feels stuck or blocked in relation to you becoming more congruent to what you're calling in. It's not like a pick your brain tech question type thing. So if you have a question that's like, how do I, which software do I need to record a meditation? I'm going to pull you right out of the techie stuff and ask you to look at your beliefs about how you show up when you're recording the meditation, not the tech stuff. The meditation, the, the software doesn't create your results for you. Your beliefs about yourself create your results. So those are the two uh, rules. No other, no mentioning other people, like by name, and no tech questions because we're here to look at your beliefs and how you're feeling and showing up. And I'm just adding people as you, as we're talking, if you see me looking there. So... You can please, whoever has a question, raise your hand in the chat. Like, where is it? There'll be somewhere down there in a reaction or somewhere. No, not a reaction. I forget where it is. In you'll Hold on. There it is. If you can find where to raise your hand on the side. All of a sudden, I can't remember how you do that, but you can find it, I'm sure. Whoever has a question, please raise your hand. And in a minute, I'm going to pull a card. And I have full... Um, I remember my, one of my first workshops years ago when I opened up to questions, there was just silence and I was like, oh my God, I feel so awkward in the silence. And I like quickly jumped in to fill the gap. And I'm so good at just hanging out in the silence that can happen when a group of new people come together and you don't maybe know each other and it's a safe space. So that's one other thing I want to say before we start. This is a safe space and there will be people coming in and listening to the replay later. The way I like to see this is, that we've created this beautiful safe container and safe room together. Can't find raise your hand. Hmm. Why can't I remember how you raise your hand? Maybe you do it on your own hand, on your own name. Like if you click your name, I think, in reactions. There you go. Thanks, everyone. Um, so we're creating this beautiful safe space together. And it's like we're leaving the door open to other beautiful humans who are going to come in. So the door... The room is safe and the door is not closed yet. That's how I like to see these calls where people will be catching replays later, people who aren't live with us here. So to start with, I'm going to pull a card from one of my favorite decks. It's the set Oracle of the Seven Energies by Colette Baron-Reed. And you can take a moment if you want to just close your eyes and land here while I pull the card or while it falls out of the deck, which we love. So the card that has come through, I'll show it to you afterwards. It's called Seeing Beyond, and it's number 36, if that is an important number for anyone. And it says for us here, vision, the capacity to imagine something, to look beyond the material, beyond the obvious, the realm of the transpersonal, options and possibilities, getting out of your own way and discarding your projected outcomes. So it's already perfect for today. So you can breathe this in while I read it out loud it says do you consider things only within the framework of what you already know or can you allow yourself to see beyond into the vastness of potential we are all gifted with the magical ability of imagination and when we open to it we become a conduit for a divine vision greater than our own there are two ways to view the world and co-create with it one is from a face value perspective what you see is what you get the second is allowing your imagination to see beyond what something is right now and move into a place that doesn't yet exist in the material world. In this cosmic play, playground of possibilities, you see into a future where anything you imagine has the potential to become real. If you use your imagination faithfully and consciously, avoiding the traps of fearful projection and drama, you can connect to any reality you truly want to experience. When you open yourself even further, you're often gifted with a divine vision. As a practice, you can reimagine that vision over and over to strengthen it. As you channel these visions through you, you become a superconductor for the world. 
Today, know that your vision, what you imagined forming in the invisible, will be delivered into the material world. Don't worry about the timing of things that is in the hands of the universe. Your job is to continue to imagine, take a few steps forward, and then imagine some more. The universe's job is to make it real. What a fabulous partnership. That was it, guys. That was the business coaching. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> so how beautiful was that? I'd love for you to take a moment to write down in your notebook or somewhere what you're imagining and what you're envisioning and bringing in, whatever it is. And hello to the little babies on the call too. And so here's this beautiful card. She's like, there's this beautiful purple light, it's a beautiful um, triangle and like this kind of spherical thing on her, like over her third eye. And we're calling it, and this is, this is so much of this belief work that I do with my clients and myself and in my work. It's looking at, you've got, you've created something in your business already. And sometimes what we've created, we think that's all, that's as good as it's going to get, or that's it. This is where I am. And this card is asking you to see it as that's one way you can look at it, that what is here is all there is, or you can look at it that what I, what you're calling in, like you're, there is so much potential and possibility that is always available for you. And, and here it says, we're all gifted with this magical ability um, and allowing it and moving and, playing in this cosmic playground of possibilities is how we call it in. So we have one hey, raised hand. I mean, said hazed round, raised hand. Renee, will you unmute yourself and ask away? Okay, so thank you for even doing this for yeah. us. Um, I guess mine is a little bit around like perfectionism. Yes. I find it really hard as like a recovering perfectionist to show up in my business because I get caught in that perfectionism trap where, you know, I might go to post something online and then I second guess it and then I delete it and I spend so much time wrapped up in, in this perfectionism mode and not like I'm still taking steps and doing things and moving forward, but yeah. I am wasting a lot of time editing things and overanalyzing things and um, and then because of all that, it has a flow on effect with my confidence because then I start second guessing my abilities and it's just this whole like cycle that I get stuck in. Yes. So when you show up to do like to write on social media or whatever it is, what is the thought that comes underneath the perfectionism? I think it's this underlying thing of just not being good enough in general, like okay you know, feeling like I get, I guess, social media wise in particular, like comparing to others and being like, oh, you know, like I'm not at that level. So who am I to do this? And like getting caught up in all of that, yeah. um, which I feel like that's a really common thing. So I felt comfortable to kind of share this in this yes. environment too, because hopefully it helps others as well. But um, yeah, that's the kind of trap I get stuck in. Yeah. So on that, thank you for reminding me everyone's coaching today is your coaching and your coaching is everyone. So I always believe really deeply trust that whoever is on a call at the same time, you all need to be in each other's energy for whatever reason. So whether you get called on to coach or whatever I say, it's to really take the, um, for all of us, set the intention that you'll get exactly what you've come for, whether you are called up to coach, to be coached or not. And exactly as you said, you having, you asking for coaching on something, someone else needs that coaching as well. So to, set the intention to get what you've come for and to create value from everyone's coaching. So <coughs> when you, when you show up and you think this isn't okay, this is another really good question. Some of the thoughts that you have about the people who, to whom you're comparing yourself to tell me some of the thoughts that you have about them. I think it's that, you know, they're better than me in all senses. So it's like, you know, they're so much more confident than me. They're able to share things in such an enlightened way compared to me. It's like all these comparisons of me, I guess, not measuring up to their level, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then it's also me like 
totally making things up. Like I don't even know what's going on yeah. in their world. And I'm like, look at them with all their stuff all together yeah. and it's probably crumbling behind the scenes. It's like, you know, you get all these thoughts that come in that probably aren't even accurate or true. <laughs> yeah. So a really nice exercise is to look at anyone that you're comparing yourself to and you write out all the thoughts you have about them. We did this in the mastermind recently. We did this about like have, looking at your own coach or healer and looking at all the thoughts you have about these other people. So you've had thoughts of they're better than me. They're sharing this beautiful enlightened content and you write everything out and you look at that and you look at how all of that is true for you as well. So the only reason you can see that in them is because you're, there's a trigger there. There's something happening where you feel like you're not living up to that within yourself. <coughs> so yeah. excuse my coughing. So if you tell me five, list five things for me. So you've listed a couple. They're better than you. They're more enlightened. They're showing more enlightened content. What else? What else do you see in them? Um, I think it's also just their ability to be vulnerable. That's something okay. that I, I compare to others with. Um, and I guess just the results that they're, you know, their success they've got in their business as well, you know, um, comparing to that as well and being like, oh my gosh, I'm nowhere near at that level. And, you know, who am I to step in this space with everyone else that's doing so much better than me? Okay. So the thoughts of, if you have the thought of they're better than, they're better than you is one, like if we looked at the other way, it's like, they're so amazing. They're doing such beautiful work in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How is it true that you are amazing and you are doing such beautiful work in the world? Well, I guess it kind of is true. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I might be a small seed in the in the big scheme of things, but I'm still, you know, making a difference and doing things as well. It's just not at How that How is it true you're not a small seed? Hey. How is it true that you're not a small seed? What does a small seed mean to you? Mean to you rather? I think it's just this, you know, Thing of like wanting so much more than where I'm currently at in business um, and in the comparison side of things just feeling like I'm not measuring up I think it's almost this internal like frustration of I'm not where I want to be mm -hmm. and so then it's this looking at other people and then that comparing comes into it so if you think to yourself I'm a small seed what is the feeling that is created in your body frustration it's you know and then how do you sorry you go no I was going to say I'm trying to think of what the feeling actually is it's like frustration so let's, let's not think about the feeling let's feel the feeling close, close your eyes if you feel safe mm -hmm. taking a deep breath in and let's go straight to your body what's the feeling that comes up when you think about being when you when you say to yourself I'm a small seed what is your body how does your body respond It responds in feeling like it, it is frustration, mm -hmm. but it's also wanting to push away. In what way? It's almost like this wanting to, what's the point, give up kind of a feeling. Okay. Like, is there a word that flows there? Immediately, the, a word that comes to mind is rejection. Okay. So it's probably like at the root of it all, it's like potentially a fear of rejection. Okay. Where are you rejecting yourself? Well, in so many ways. <laughs> um, you know, like I, in a lot of ways, it, it comes back to this perfectionism as well. It's like when I go to do things, I'm already like, going into this place of like it's not good enough like people are going to reject you or you know like in terms of when I compare and I look at people who are being vulnerable and admiring that when I go to do that I'm too scared because I'm like oh people aren't going to accept that or people will think negatively of that or you know it comes down to that as well where I get scared to do things because of I guess that fear of rejection mm -hmm. so <clears throat> the reason why it's so nice for us to go to we look at the thought we look at what we're creating, what's happening. We look at the thought that's coming, like every time we sit down to work or 
the beliefs we have around it. We go to our bodies, what, what's, what's being produced or created in our body. When you get to this thing of rejection, if you sit down at your desk and the, the, the like overwhelming underlying feeling is rejection, mm. and then you go to write something, it's, it's just this feedback of people aren't going to like this. I'm rejecting myself. They're rejecting me. I'm rejecting myself for feeling like I'm going to be rejected. And, that, and then that's, that's what you radiate out into your work. All of us, whatever we're feeling gets radiated out into our work. There is no amount of doing that you can do that will process that rejection. Like you cannot do more to move through that. Because all that happens is we get busier and busier and then we get stuck in busyness and then we get exhausted and then that makes everything feel worse and we fall back into the comparison. So mm -hmm. that's why I said <laughs> you come to your body and I actually love how you're like, I want to think about the feeling. I'm like, no, we can't think through the feeling. We have to just go straight to the body. Our mind will always throw us drama. Like this card even said drama, the card that came up. And we love our minds. Our minds give us beautiful ideas and content and it's you know where so much flows in through and also there is there is there are so many we can't do this work without connecting with our bodies first often so my question to you is how would it feel if you sh if you showed up online actually i'm going to ask you another question closing your eyes again in instead of feeling the frustration and all the rejection how do you want to feel when you show up to your business I want to feel excited and, you okay. know, confident in my abilities. And what's underneath excited and confident? I think it's that belief in myself, you know, like having the belief that I have the abilities to do what I, I know I can do. <laughs> okay. So there's a belief. I know I can do this. Yeah. Or I'm already doing this. Mm. This is already working. Yeah. This is already working. If you sat down at your desk and you open your laptop, I'm guessing, I'm just, I pretend you have a laptop, you might have a desktop. <laughs> you turn on your computer and you sit down and you think, oh, this is working. What's the feeling that's produced in your body? Oh, excitement. Right. And then how do you feel showing up and writing something or connecting with people online? Oh, so different, you know, like when I am in those little places of feeling like that, because it still happens. I'm not yeah, that bad feeling all the time, of course. but it is very, very different. And I do show up differently and, and things are just are different. So, um, and it's funny, you mentioned before about getting stuck in the busy, because that's a pattern I go to. Mm. I just do, do, do when I get stuck in those places. So Because mm. we, we go straight to action. I need to do more to feel better. And actually feeling better means you can do less mm. so when you sit down and you have belief in yourself and you think this is working how I'm showing up is enough then if you imagine scrolling through and you see other people's work or their whatever it is what is where is there still compact like what happens with that comparison there I mean it this is an abstract but yeah it shifts completely because when I think about that from that feeling I look at that as inspiration you know, that then becomes inspiration of like, this is possible for me too, because they're already doing it. Which or, is why you felt triggered by it in the first place. So on one hand, on yeah. like one side of the coin is being triggered and feeling small because of it. And on the other side is being triggered and feeling big because of it. Yeah. So, and both are available to you all the time. Mm. The same way you just said, oh, of course I have times in my business where I feel great. We're, we're all going to have times where we feel great and when we feel less than great in our business. Like, yeah. In, I just wrote an article called The Perfect Business Doesn't Exist. It's not live yet while you're listening to this, but the replay, by the time the replay's out, it might be. The perfect business is the one that we make up in our heads about other people's businesses. It doesn't exist. So feeling not amazing in your business, we don't need to make that a problem. If we make it a problem, we create more for us to process. Mm. So if you can, my favorite, my favorite belief and everyone in the mass will know this is like, this is what if this is working? There's nothing wrong here. Our minds love to create problems and then we problem solve for problems that don't exist. What if there was no problem if you sat down at your desk and you felt vulnerable and you had a moment of like, oh shit, people are sharing such beautiful stuff. Can I do that? And you felt a little bit of comparison and you felt a little bit frustrated. What if none of that was a problem because you could lovingly process it and move through it and come back to this belief of, 
how I show up is perfect and enough. What I say to my right people is everything they need to hear today. Yeah. And the same way we've created a room together here, all of us, you're creating a room in your business. And the people who don't like to hear what you can say, there's the door, love you, bye. There are so many other people who you can learn from in this world. Yeah. I once ran years ago, I spent like so much time creating this free um, seven-day course and I had this one person reply, like come into it and she absolutely hated it and told me how much she hated it. Like she thought it was the worst thing ever created. And I took a day to respond, <clears throat> like to process. And I wrote her the most loving response I've ever written, I think anyone in my whole life. And I was like, I didn't apologize or over-explain. Or over and I don't remember everything I said, but at some stage at the end, I said, the best news is, if you don't like how I wrote this, there are so many people that you can learn from. And then I lovingly kicked her out the course. <laughs> I was like, I've removed your access. This is obviously not for you, but I know you're going to find someone who you resonate with more and you're going to get what you need from somewhere else. And she loved my response so much that she asked to come back in. So the point there is that like, it's okay if someone doesn't like your work, they can leave the room. You're not holding them. You're not tying them down. If they read something like, I don't like what Renee wrote, it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean they don't love you. Like think about a, t a TV series. There are lots of shows that you watch and you, you might be like, oh, that episode was not the best, but you still love the TV show and you're going to keep watching or the series. Mm. It's the same thing. Not everyone is going to love everything you say, but you're right. People actually will probably love almost everything you write. Yeah. Thank it's, you so much. Yeah. Do you feel like you got what you needed there? Absolutely. Thank you Beautiful. very, very much. My pleasure. All right. Anyone else? There are no other hands. But remember, I'm very good. Oh, there's a hand. I was like, I'm good at sitting in the silence. There's a hand. Hannah, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, I find myself in another transition. I've just decided today to quit my teaching job. Yes. Um, I think it was a bit about creating problems in my mind because it was a great school and all going well. But anyway... So I'm just going to spend some time doing some volunteering work and just Beautiful. enjoy. And I've got some health issues I need to work on as well. Yeah. Um, I would, I know I've spoken to you many times, a couple of times over the years, but yeah. um, still trying to get this business off the ground. And um, Well, I haven't still, but had breaks from it. But um, without using social media, have you got any advice or tips to get um, attract clients, um, you know, doing letter drops. I was thinking of contacting the library, doing a free event. or meet just, real people in yeah. the real world. And yeah. Like go out for coffee I tried the social them. media and it didn't quite gel. Yeah. Oh, hi, Jessica. <laughs> Thank um, you. Thank you, I, I would I would literally tell humans in your life yeah. about what you do and set up like coffee dates or walks yeah. around the park. The only thing with that, Cassie, is in with my background, I've mm. spoken to a few people that just don't believe in it, all this life coaching and it's so find new people. Yeah, that's the <laughs> We're actually sorry, where are you not believing in the coaching? Well, I think I am. Um, I say think, but I think, <laughs> I I think maybe potentially. So anytime yeah. we say, oh, I'm so worried someone's gonna think this about me, I'm so worried someone's it's like actually that's what we're thinking about ourselves. Yeah. So tell me, tell me some thoughts you you think other people are thinking about life coaching. Um, well, apparently, uh, well, uh, what other people are thinking about life coaching? Mm. So you just said it doesn't work. Yep. Um, what else? Oh, I was just warned recently. Be be careful of all those life co coaches. They're really smart. You know, they're really smart. Yeah, that was the. This why is that bad? I don't know. Okay, so you're really smart. Great. <laughs> what else? Um, They're just after your money or it's all a scam. And um, if you had more resilience, you wouldn't need life coaching. Okay. And if you believed in God more, then, Hannah, you wouldn't be in this problem. What, what's, what's the problem? Oh, the problem is just oh, so the transition. That's yeah. what you're thinking about yourself. If you believed yeah. in God more, you wouldn't. That's what I get told, yeah. Okay. Oh, from, from people close to me, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I mixed it up a bit there. No, that's okay. Wait, so the problem is if you believed in God more, you wouldn't you wouldn't have doubt? I, 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 my life would be different. It would be okay. more of a traditional success. Okay. Yeah. Do they know that all human brains have doubts no matter who you believe in? 
everyone and that's for you all of, mm. it doesn't matter how like our human brains are always going to look for and create and find doubt even the most confident humans so the goal is never to have this like clean clear perfect perfectly managed mind that never has a stress or a doubt or a worry because that is absolutely impossible unless we are like a stone we have to work with our humanity and and our and our humanness which means we're going to have some days like exactly what renee said there are going to be times you feel amazing in your business and there are going to feel times that you really don't when we cannot make it a problem when we're not feeling amazing we actually process it so much faster it's like we're not putting shame on ourselves or judging or blaming ourselves for not feeling amazing um, and a client of mine last year, we were on a call and she said something like, I'm, be, I'm learning to become the witness and not the judge. And it was such a beautiful phrase. I've, I've told her that I'm like taking it forever, using it forever, because you're being asked to be the witness in your thoughts and to take on, to realize when you're taking on someone else's stuff. And the first step for you then is to lovingly, and we're starting here, process all the stuff that you're taking on from other people and like releasing any people pleasingness any nervous system response where you're where there's that fawn response because then you're going to let all those people the perception of them their perception your perception of their perception of you is going to impact you showing up as a life coach and the people you need to serve the most are the people at the moment who are like you're processing this for you we always go first as healers and coaches and consultants so this is your initiation in this level this is the the you know dragon that you're lovingly processing slash slaying to move to your next level so the thoughts it doesn't work you're really smart love that one don't know where that's from but we're going to go with it um they're just after your money uh if you're more resilient you wouldn't need this and there was one more oh you just need to trust in god more and yeah trust in god more yeah so How is it true that none of this, none of these people's thoughts need to impact your next step? How is it true that none of these people should impact me? Well, their oh, thoughts. Sorry. Yeah, no, however you received it is perfect. Well, I guess it's a bit like what Renee said, it comes down to your self-belief as well. That's keep part of it so it's, it's really easy for like people i love think that i can't do this so mm. I just, i'm going to prove them right because i love them whereas i'm the opposite i'll just like i'll let them win because i'm obviously i'm not competent so the first the first piece for you is to mm. keep looking at when you have these thoughts about other people actually bring them so it's true on one hand that people that we love are going to say stuff about mm. our work okay mm. And then it can be true that we make up, like what Renee said, we make up stories about what people are saying. So I don't know if you've ever read of, um, any of Brene Brown's books, but in yeah. one of the books, I forget which one it is, but she, she describes how when she has an argument with her husband, instead of saying, this is what's happening, she says, the story I'm making up is. Right. And it helps her to create distance between her thoughts and then reality. Mm. So you, could, you could use some language with yourself of the story I'm making up is the people around me think that me doing this won't work that i'm too you know what i think it is it's not you're really smart it's you're too smart for this you're too smart to be a life coach how does that sit mm. this is coming from someone who listens to a life coach so it's a bit right. hypocritical yeah right so all of these are not even uh, do you believe any of them To be honest, I do a little bit. Okay, so yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Which one jumps out at you the most? Oh, this idea that they're all really smart, you know, um, cluey and um, to kind of explain it properly, um, too clever for their own good, so they'll just suck you into their, you know, their... So they're like master manipulators, like they exactly. read magic and they just like change your, make you change your mind. Yeah, brainwash you sort of thing. Okay, they'll brainwash yeah. you. So you believe, do you believe that you are going to be brainwashing clients or do you believe that you're going to show up with integrity and honesty and love 
to serve clients who are highly resourced and highly resilient who can make decisions of their own accord. Mm. Is it? Yeah, well, I was hoping it would just be it was about supporting others to come to the answers through their own thought process. Right. Their own... So, so you don't have a magic yeah. wand to make them change their no. mind through Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> there is no world where you, you, you show up with such integrity with everything you do. Mm. I've known you for years. You're not brainwashing anyone. Mm. And if anything, that is showing you that if, you, if there are coaches who you think seem brainwashy or like bro marketers, that kind of mm. stuff, yeah, that's showing you how you don't want to show up. True. So what a beautiful awareness to have. So rather look at all these beliefs and unpack them a little bit. So the thought of it doesn't work, doesn't mean it doesn't work. It's your belief in yourself that you can support your clients. The thought of you're really smart, you're going to brainwash people isn't actually the thought. It's you being, it's you seeing how you don't want to show up. The thought they're just after your money. Tell me about that. Where do you believe that you're only after clients' money? Um, I don't, but other people think that that's what life coaches do. They just maximize and suck you dry sort of thing. Do you not believe that at all? Zero percent. I've had one bad experience, but I, you know, I still made the best of it, you know, and you know, there's, there's always more money. Right. I was reading something recently. So, you know, it comes back anyway. somehow. Yeah. So this thing, they're just after your money. If you believe that you're brainwashing clients and you're not working in integrity, of course, That's your, you think you're selling snake oil. Yeah. So you're going to think that you're not, that's not how you show up. No. So they're just after your money. I feel like there's something there for you to clear or process around yeah. when that happened to you. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Right. So that's why that belief came up. Yeah. Just trusting in God more. Tell me more about that. Um, Where do well, you know, we have a plan. Trust more. Yeah. Well, this idea around that we have a plan for our lives, but you've got to trust in God, spirit, universe, whatever you want to call it. The, there's a bigger plan, like there's a bigger plan for all of us. Like I think it's part of your writing as well. I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And so if I put God at the forefront of everything I was doing, then you know, I wouldn't be quitting my job and doing this and you know, even though, yeah. Or would you be quitting your job because you're following spirits next step for you? That's not you how not, people see it. <laughs> but we're talking, we look, where are you not, but where are you not trusting? Enough. Oh, because I've, you know, been through, just like everyone, been through past experiences and having done everything I was told to in terms of my religious background, it still got me, I mean, life's full of ups and downs, but still brought me unpleasant experiences. So yeah. what's the point? I just do what I want. Instead of following God, just do what I want. I feel like here there's like a, there's a, there's a calling for you to deeply trust in the spirit of your work and, you, and, mm. your, and the energy that you're creating in your business. Mm. so believing in like i'm not super religious i'm very spiritual yeah it doesn't matter how spiritual and connected you are life is going to throw shit at all mm. of us mm. so believe, trusting doesn't mean that everything's going to turn out and always be like peachy and golden and beautiful all the exactly. time for sure because that's perfection and that doesn't mm. exist mm. So the question here for you is hannah where do you need to trust yourself more Just need to trust myself that, you know, I see other people doing it. So I should be able to have the, or I, I've got skills as well that I can contribute. So I just need to, if I can support my students, they can't be, you know, yeah. I wasn't a monster to them unless it was a Friday afternoon, you know. Then, then, right. So looking yeah. even at like all that, you could write a list of all the beautiful ways you support your students mm. and see how that is mirrored when you work with clients. Yeah. And honestly, I think the, 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 the like, cleanest way to start connecting and creating clients yeah. is to step outside of your the family yeah. if it's if it feels a bit toxic and for yeah. now yeah you don't your family aren't your clients okay mm. connect with other like student um, teachers or um friends tell people that you're a life coach mm-hmm. and that you can meet them for a one-hour coffee for mm-hmm. free mm-hmm. coach them and just start coaching humans in front of you yeah yeah and you can set the boundary. It's one hour. It's a walk mm. around this park. It's this mm-hmm. coffee, at the, whatever it is. Uh, and then if they want to keep working with you, you can at the beginning say, this is a one hour free session. If you want to keep working with me, if you love it, this is my price for ongoing sessions. Yeah. You can set that up cleanly at the beginning with the belief of this is working. 
And these are beliefs that you would have yourself. You're not going to say this to them. This is how you'll be radiating. This is working. I believe in my value as a life coach. I believe in how I'm showing up. I believe that I know I'm showing up with integrity for my client who's highly resourceful and resilient. As in that's the like, I'm not brainwashing you. (laughs) And you're sitting there in trust in yourself. Yeah. Um, And then, and this last one was here. Um, If you were more resilient, you wouldn't need help or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this cleanly and flatly. That is so toxic. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah, because it is so strong. It is so empowering to ask for and receive help and support when we need it. Well, that's, that's what I tell the students all the time. Yeah. yeah so, um, so this is, I'll, I'll name a name because it, it's really um, pertinent to this, but I, years ago I was doing Denise, so I'm going to turn my email off, Denise Duffield Thomas's course. Yeah. And um, she, she, there's this amazing phrase that she says, if someone's like talking about something and you, it's just not like you don't want to be mm. having you see, her, her analogy is past the hummus so you just like change the, the subject okay. so someone yeah. you're having a chat with family at an event yeah. Yeah. and they're like oh if people need life coaching they're weak or whatever you can mm-hmm. like, you can say i'm just gonna make some tea would you like some do you want yeah. any milk or honey and just literally yeah. change the so not people pleasing sitting mm-hmm. in your beautiful boundaries and doing whatever nervous system support work you need to do mm-hmm. to expand your capacity to a, move away from any toxicity and know it's not you and you don't need to take it on. And B, to cr- expand your capac- capacity to show up in your business imperfectly and vulnerably. Mm. And, and for all of us to know that however we show up is perfect and enough. And the clients who need your work, it's perfect and enough for them. And if we think we need to be perfect to show up, we're actually saying to our clients, you need to be perfect for you to show up for me as well, which is not true. None of you believe your clients need to be perfect before they book in to work with you. That was another belief I had. You just brought it to Oh, that you, that you need to be perfect or that you need to be, perfect? you know, slimmer and this and that and that. Okay. None of this is, this yeah. is like a, it's, um, it's, it's, it's creating more, it's, it's like creating more um, roadblocks hmm. to, to instead of just moving through it and processing it and being in the enoughness of who you are, and how you're showing up now. And actually this kind of flows into what Renee was saying of like, she knows that there's more that she wants to create, like there's more. So, and how can we, how can you sit in the sufficiency and enoughness of today and the paradox of wanting to create more? Mm. There's actually enoughness in both of those. Okay, thank you so much. My pleasure. Do you feel like you got what you needed? Thanks for digging into that, thank you. Pleasure. Mining that, sorry. Yeah, digging, (laughs) mining, all is good. Thank you. Pleasure. Okay, who's next? Jess. Oh, wait, I've got to unmute you. There you go. Um, yeah, there. Hi. Hello. hello. So, Hannah, just to say, I am a teacher who also quit and I'm a wellness coach for teachers. So, evidence that teachers do sign up for coaching and it's totally possible. Yeah. So, what did you say you're doing now? Wellness. So I'm a wellness coach for teachers and I've been doing it for years and I'm also a relief teacher as well on the side. So it's possible. There's evidence Thank for you. you. So much. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. Um, so my question, Cassie, was, yes. and it doesn't seem like a belief one, but I'm sure it is, which okay. is why I'm here. Um, I am about to launch my first like product, I guess. And it's not a physical product, but it's a bundle. Okay. Um, so there's like masterclasses and meditations and all of those sorts of things. And because I've never launched a product before, I'm just a little bit hazy about how that might be different to, you know, one-on-one coaching and courses that I've launched before. Yeah. And I was, you know, I'm going back and forth of, do I do a, you know, free workshop or do I just kind of not cold launch? Cause I've been hinting at what's yeah. coming. Um, but do I just, you know, show up with lives and articles and all of those sorts of things. But I'm just kind of, yeah, thought I would get some advice. Yeah. So wondering if it is a belief thing of whether I'm waiting for the right way to launch to show up sort of thing or whether the right way will just be whatever I choose it to be. That one. <laughs> so. so. The right, there is no perfect right way for any of us to do 
anything in our businesses. And as soon as we know that and lean into that truth and choose that truth, we find evidence for it everywhere. (laughs) So there's a few things. I, I see everything in my business as an experiment. I started doing it years ago when I found that I was sitting in this like hectic, heavy judgment of every choice that I was going to make where I was like, this is black or white. This is life or death. Like if I don't do this right, everything's going to fall to the ground. The sky's going to fall. Everything's going to get like be burned. It's going to be terrible and terrifying. And it was so exhausting for me. And I would spend so long trying to make the best, right, perfect decision, which doesn't exist. So exactly as this card said, you're, you're sitting in the playground of possibilities. Mm-hmm. How would it feel if you believed that whatever decision you made, you would make right? Yeah, freeing and expansive, not yeah. like this narrow view of that kind of urgency of pick the right one, quick, you know, pick yeah. the right one, but yeah, yeah expansive. And how is it true that when you launch this, whenever it is, it's not the launch day is not the end (laughs) right it's the beginning Mm -hmm. you might you might you're going to be promoting this ongoing in a beautiful way that's light on your system and expansive Mm -hmm. you're sitting in the playground of possibility possibilities in every with every chance you give yourself to show up and to share this work Mm -hmm. you can experiment with lives free masterclasses five dollar masterclasses in-person workshops, um, stories, polls, like podcasts. It, mm-hmm. If you, when you know that however you show up and this isn't like a gaslighty, like bypassing way, you know, like this is choosing to very consciously and intentionally believe that how you're showing up for your clients is how your clients want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And to also trust your clients to you might, you're going to launch and there'll be clients who sign up immediately. Like they were talking themselves into it. They cannot wait for this thing that you're launching that you've been hinting at. And then you'll have clients who are going to talk themselves into it for six months or three years, neither are better or worse. So your first day of your launch, you're not just showing up for the clients who are buying immediately. You're showing up for the clients who need you to show up, to talk themselves into working with you. Mm-hmm. And if every time you show up, you have the belief of there is someone in my orbit talking themselves into working with me they actually just need to hear from me one more time before they talk themselves into it and like go grab their wallet every time if you believe there's someone out there waiting to work with me it creates that I won't put words in your mouth how do you feel when you sit down if you had that belief uh excited Mm -hmm. to create and also what you said about that it's ongoing yeah I know that's obvious, but it kind of just clicked for me in that all my other launches is like, it's not ongoing because there's a start date or there's a, you know, I want to fill my books for this time. So, you know, I want them to sign in. So it kind of is, well, in my eyes, every day is more pivotal because it's the lead up to something starting. Whereas this is, like you said, in six months, I'll still be talking about this. So it's not so important what happens, as you said, on day one, whereas that's all the experience I've had before so that's a lot more freeing that it's like I just yeah I just get to play forever with this and also even the launches that open and close they're Mm -hmm. also teaching you so much and they're also never really like you if you do it again there are still people talking themselves into working with you at every launch you have yeah um and there was something else I want to say that dropped out of my brain but it will come back um how do you how do you feel about showing up to to like continually and beautifully invite people into this suite of products how do I feel about showing up yeah like on a, in a continuous way um more yeah more free because it yeah it doesn't seem so I don't know there's not that sense of urgency so I can kind of release the pressure and feel more calm with it and is it true that you can create ethical, beautiful urgency because the client, you want the client to know that them working with you is going to help them so much. Mm. And there isn't like the false urgency of this is running out. Mm. You can sell in an evergreen way consistently, but doesn't mean you have to show up every day. I don't mean like, like 
in this masculine hectic like burn burning yourself out way yeah even though there isn't the end date of like the close off so there isn't an actual urgent date to sign up by you can create that sense of clients knowing that this is right for them now in the way that you show up. Yeah. 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 And by me being excited about it and believing yeah. in it. Yeah. And believing in it. Yeah. So, and that's what I'm going to ask you. I was about to ask you, what is the emotion <laughs> under the excitement? And everyone is a couple of women in the mastermind and we laugh because a lot of the time our first thought is, oh, that makes me so excited. I'm like, great. Excitement is like up level up. It's like the bubbles of the champagne. Okay. <laughs> and the bubbles don't always last. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always guide you what's underneath the excitement. So excitement is amazing. We want to feel it like that. We, and that's what is radiated out when the bubbles like stop fizzing. What sits below? What sits underneath the excitement? About how I feel about this product. Yeah. Um, it's like this grounded I don't know, like the way that I want my clients to feel is this like grounded growth and like grounded inspiration. And that's kind of how I feel as well. But I think what I've been placing on top of it is that like buzzy, like the launch is coming, that buzzy launch energy yeah, um, and like freaking out a little bit. But yeah, that grounded, calm, inspired growth. Yeah. And so working with that freaky, buzzy energy is actually a really good thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you can flow with that without making it mean that you're going to do it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you can have the thought of and work with the energy of, oh, there is this buzz around me. I can tune into this on a frequency of fear. I can make this mean it's there's fear. Or I can make this mean that there is some, a little bit of fear, a little bit of anticipation and a lot of expansion. Cause I really believe you can feel expansion and fear at the same time. So that buzzing might be a little bit of fear amazing like you're doing something you haven't done before it doesn't mean you don't know how to do it mm-hmm. yeah because on so many levels you've actually done this before in in so many ways yeah it's continually coming back to back to that I've done this before I can do this again the launch is the beginning I'm going to I'm going to sit in the playground of possibilities and whatever I do is going to be right for my best fit clients and whatever you do is going to lead you to your next step yeah. you don't need to do everything on the first day or the first week yeah, and I love what you said about it doesn't mean that you don't know how to do it. It bring forth the opposite, which could be a new belief of I know how to do this. Yes. Even when I'm making it up, that can be. I know how to do this even when I'm making it up is the best belief ever for all of us. <laughs> I know how to do this even when I'm making it up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> um, that's, your, that's what you, that's an invitation for you to work with every time you sit down at your desk. I know how to do this even when I'm making it up. <laughs> And I was just telling a client before on a session, my daughter, when we go to um, the playground, there's this really fun like log thing that you have to like jump from log to log to log to log. And she's three and a half. And sometimes she gets scared, like jumping from the log. So I started this thing where as she's going, as she's doing it, I'll say, she's going to do it. She's doing it. She's done it. And I say it for like literally every step she takes and you see her confidence build. And then sometimes she just doesn't need my hand at all. And so this is for all of us as well. When we're doing something new, it's like, she's going to do it. She's doing it. She's done it. Like it's just, it's already happening. It's already done. And that's another belief to sit in when you're launching something or doing something new, the belief of, and creating the feeling in your body of this is already done. Mm -hmm. Because when you trust it's already done, like when you trust it's already done, how would you, how would you, what does that produce in your body? What feeling or what state is produced? Um, Yeah, there's that calm and you can kind of sit back in the seat of yourself more yeah and like yeah the trying and the desperation energy it's like an exhale more yeah. so yeah and what are the actions you take or what's the quality of action you take when you're sitting back grounded and calm uh, whatever I feel inspired to do rather than whatever I think people would want to hear right, right. <laughs> yeah so you can see the quality of our actions increases like exponentially when our body when our felt state is one of how we want to feel when we're showing up how we actually are consciously wanting to feel Mm -hmm. and even all of those states that you want to feel like so you can start with the belief for all of us and then find the feeling and then move work from the feeling 
or you choose the feeling you want and then create a belief that supports that feeling. Mm-hmm. And if you're working with the feeling, knowing that whatever that, whatever that feeling is, you've felt that before in your body, it doesn't need to have been related to work. You can go to any time when you felt that feeling and call that back online and then move forward from that state. It could be that you picture yourself like on the beach on a holiday or lying in bed with a cup of tea in the rain and you create, you call that sense back on, that feeling, you like stack that back on. So there's some exercises that like there's an NLP exercise where you anchor that feeling into your body and then you stack it so you keep remembering a time when you felt that a time when you felt that a time and then you anchor it into your body and then you move forward so that yeah you can either work with the belief find the feeling or the feeling and find the belief does that help yes very much so thank you so much my pleasure all right everyone i think we've got time for one more question if there is one Can we all give kudos to my voice for lasting? Oh, Ash. Hello. I'll unmute you. There you go. Thank you. Hello. Um, hello. I just have what I'm asking as a quick question. Yeah. But basically, the thing I'm struggling with lately is I'm finding it really hard. I feel creatively blocked. Mm-hmm. I've felt like this for quite a long time where, like, I can't really seem to think of anything it's why your card just like the card pull you did this morning just so specific to me right now but I just feel like because I I know one way of doing things and I've only seen one way of doing things Mm. I know I don't want to do things one specific way or the way everyone else is doing it but I'm finding it really hard to like get any inspiration from anywhere or like find I don't know just like think creatively I, um, I don't work as a coach. I work as like a virtual support person and I can always take my clients' ideas and bring them to life. But I want to think of something for myself yeah. and I just feel like my head is stuck. Like I can't connect my head to my heart and get this like channel for inspiration. Okay. So one question, first question is, I, how's your energy in general? In general? Um, pretty depleted right. at the moment. Okay. So that's the first thing that came to me. For, and maybe it's, maybe it's because of this or maybe, the, maybe there's just something there of like you're not ready for this like dump of inspiration because you, you need to be replenishing yourself first. Yes. So here's another question. If tomorrow you wake up and like whomp, it all just landed for you, do you have the space and the capacity right now for whatever would come through? No, but I'm closer to creating it than I was a few weeks ago, like creating that space. And tomorrow you'll be even closer than you were today. Yeah. And the day after you'll be closer than you were yesterday, tomorrow. Yeah. So how is, how is, you might not like this question, how is right now perfect for you? Um, right now is perfect because I am not overworked. Mm -hmm. I have financial stability Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've come a long way emotionally in the last six months. So I'm progressing in terms of like, my self-evolution and like my emotional capacity to hold myself and that kind of thing sounds pretty fucking epic (laughs) i wish it felt epic okay (laughs) so how how have you created this on purpose just where you are i know you want more Mm. and that's a human experience how have you created this on purpose for now I think anytime something drastic has happened to me in my business, mm. I allow myself to feel how it feels, whether yep. it's usually it's crappy or emotional or whatever. And I feel a bit of fear, but yep. I just allow it to be 
a clean slate for the next best thing to come along. Yeah. And I think I've been through that lately and I held it probably better than I have ever in the life of my business. Beautiful. And I think that's allowed me to create what is perfect right now. Yeah. So what you're in right now sounds like, um, I, I love and don't love this phrasing. It's called the fertile void. And what happens in the fertile void is that it seems like nothing's happening and it's so frustrating and we can make it into a massive problem. And actually there is this, you are still sitting in the playground of possibilities, but like from here down, your mind is like, this is a problem. I don't have what I want. This isn't going the way I want. I need it now. Everything else is working for you, through you, with you. And when you, when you enter into what's next, all of this will make sense. And you'll see how much you needed this time and space. Yeah. And you'll be so grateful for it. And of course it's easy to say that with hindsight. And it will just be true. Yeah. So, but I would, and you don't know how long this is, you're in this for, because you could wake up tomorrow and it could just land. Mm. So I would love to invite you to not rush this process. The same way you said, oh, I allowed. When something Mm. drastic's happened in my business, I allow. This can feel drastic. Yeah. Can you allow this as well? Yes, I can. I think that's where I tend to um, cause my own suffering is because I want to just get ahead. Like I want to jump to like the outcome. I always want to know what it looks like. Yeah. But yeah. And I mean, the the most beautiful thing is that like we never actually fully know the outcome because it's never the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like same way with Jess's, um, sorry, I call you Jess. I always like, um, what's the word? Nick, I give everyone nicknames. Like some people (laughs) are like, no, I am Jessica. I'm Ashley, but I'm like, Jess, Ash. Um, But her launch is not the end mm-hmm. even when you know what's coming it's actually the beginning of that so there's such an invitation for you to sit in this open-ended possibility like this energy of possibility and to actually like revel and enjoy the space you have right now yeah like look at all those things you wrote I'm not overworked I've got financial stability I've come so long like I've come such a long way with my emotional that progress, that processing and progress and my emotional capacity. Mm. If you don't look at, and that's why I asked you those questions, because I want you to see what you have created. There is like, this isn't actually a void. Yeah. Where you're sitting, there's such magic and, so, and there's, you're, you're so solid and stable in this. Yeah. And until you believe that you're solid and stable in this, you can't call in what's next because what you're actually saying is come here, but I'm not actually solid, yeah. but just come. I'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> the invitation actually is to be like, can I prove to my, can I find the evidence of how safe I am here? Yeah. And I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush. Like, what are you rushing towards? I don't even know. Right. So how is it not a problem to be where you are right now? I mean, there's, I know that I, it, it's so weird. Cause like, I can't seem to connect my head and my heart. Okay. Like I know I can tell myself like there's peace in the present moment. Mm. Like there is peace here right now that I can access and I can allow myself to enjoy this right now, but I can't seem to like connect how I. Okay. So you're going to be my guinea pig. I've been working on this process with some of the women in the mastermind. It's not, so it, it's like semi kinesiology practice. Um, but then the other day it just dropped in to do it slightly differently. So, and anyone who wants to do it at the same time, we, you can all do it. So it, we're kind of working with the thymus tap, which is a, a balance that helps to support our energy, connect mind and body, support our immunity and our, and it can work really beautifully to connect mind and body. But the way I've been doing it is uh, in line, like in rhythm with my heart to connect mind and body and I've been finding it helping to process stuff that feels stuck in my head to call, like pull it down into my body and help it move through so for everyone on the call if you want to choose like something that you've had mind drama about something that's feeling stuck or that hasn't felt like you're processing it and then as choose like you just hold online like energetically what we've been just been discussing and take your do this with your fingers hand and then you're just going to find a point like on your collarbone what's it collarbone 
this is called just chest bone my brain see i need this now for this word and don't worry if it's actually in beat with your heart just do a heartbeat and you can close your eyes down i'll stop tapping in a minute so you don't hear that on the on the recording but just tapping quite firmly you don't want to hurt yourself connecting mind and body and i'm just going to give you a few breaths to just process breathe and let whatever needs to be pulled down or sifted through or processed to just let it happen not judging the process bringing any awareness to the process to your body to how you're feeling knowing you're so safe in this And as you do so, asking your body, asking the energy of your business, asking even the energy of the fertile void, is there a message for you that something that you need to step into next, something to help guide your next step? And whenever it comes through, ask just letting me know. The first thing I'm hearing is rest. Right. Anything else that feels important? And trust. And then, was that coming from your body or from your business? Can you tell, can you pinpoint where it came from? It, I feel like it's coming from both. Beautiful. Yes, because our bodies and our businesses are always on our team working together. So taking a deep breath in. And only stopping that and opening your eyes when you feel ready to do so. How, how do you feel? Rest and trust. What comes up? It's hard for me to rest okay. and trust. Right. But I'm getting better at it. Okay. What if that's all you needed to just slowly get better at it? Yeah. You don't need to be like a perfectionist rester. Yeah. What if you just did it really imperfectly? (laughs) I can do that. Right. I'm going to imperfectly rest and I'm going to trust as much as I can. I'm going to trust 1% more today than I did yesterday. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Yeah. It's sitting in the sufficiency and the enoughness of resting and trusting. You don't need to be the A student. Your business doesn't need you to be the A student. Your business thinks you are the A student anyway. <laughs> your body, your body literally needs like bare minimum, just a bit more rest than you're giving it. Or not even that. I feel like you're resting, but your mind's not resting. Yeah. So yeah. you're on the couch and your body's like, I'm here. Netflix is waiting, but your mind is like totally. throwing stuff at you. Yeah. So you can put your hand on your forehead for the emotional stress release point. It's a beautiful kinesiology balance. It's so simple. It brings blood from the back brain, our lizard fight or flight for like stress response to the front where we can just create more logical, rational, calmer, cleaner, clearer thoughts where we can problem solve. And so it might be that you, you feel stressed, you hold your hand there. And then in a minute, you're like, you start thinking about what's for dinner. You've already, you've cleared the stress. Um, I used to, when I, I often would wake up and like not be able to fall back asleep, I would just put my hand on my forehead and you fall asleep because it, it just, it brings that blood to the front of your brain. Like it just shifts stuff for you. So that's a really nice exercise. You can Amazing. do that thymus tap, like with the heartbeat. Yeah. How did you feel doing that by the way? Yeah, good. I feel yeah. like I had this cl- like clarity for yeah. why this, why I am where I am. Right. Beautiful. So jot that down somewhere as well after our call. Yeah, I will. Um, And just for all of us, like when it's time to rest, just do it imperfectly. There's no such thing as like the the perfect business doesn't exist. The perfect resting doesn't exist. And the more we seek that, the more we move away from our own sufficiency. So we're like, oh, I can't even rest properly. What's wrong with me? So it's just like what you're, how you're showing up is enough. And honestly, even before you think you're ready, when you're sitting in the safety and solidity and sufficiency of where you are, what's next is going to just flow in for you. But you also wouldn't want to force it when you're not ready because you won't be able to receive it. 
I think that's what's been happening. Yeah. I've been trying to force it, but like, it's very clear to me that now is not the right time. Yeah. And I would also talk to what is coming. So the same way you can talk to your business, talk to whatever is next. It's its own beautiful entity that has chosen you and it's waiting for you to be ready. You're not going to get left behind if you rest. And I would say to it, I just need some time to rest. I'm not, I know, you know, I'm not ready or you would have come, but just so you know, as soon as you feel that I'm ready to receive you, I, I am, I'm all there. And I think when you just have that conversation and connection, you'll feel so much calmer about it as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was so helpful. Good. So everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this call. I would love to invite you, as I mentioned, to join the waitlist for the Aligned and Unstoppable Mastermind. If you are not already on it, we open in real time tomorrow. Applications for everyone on the waitlist. And then the day after I open to non-waitlist people, this is like not, I want to say it's a taste of the mastermind, but also we do so much concept training before we have these weekly calls that there is so much more there that I couldn't show you all in one hour. Obviously we worked together for six magical months after our two day live concept training kickoff, where we look at all of the beliefs you have about yourself, your business, your clients, your offers, money, goal setting, how you shop as a leader. We do so much on loving leadership and it's such a beautiful container that serves and supports everything that is, I want to say, things that you don't even know are getting in the way of you showing up the way you want to be showing up. So Sharina says, I highly recommend the mastermind. Thank you. Sharina's coming to our next round as well. So the link, it will be, I'll send it to you if you're watching this. If you're listening to the replay on the must on the podcast, the link will be in the show notes. If you're listening to this after the 28th, 29th of July, applications will be open. And we start mid-September, 14th and 15th. With a beautiful, as I said, our two-day kickoff event. If you've got any questions, I'd love for you to come over, ask me Instagram, email, whatever feels good. And all the info will be there in whatever link I send you. It's cassiemendozajones.com forward slash mastermind. So thank you again so much for joining me. I would love to invite you to drink lots of water today. I always, I feel like after any kind of coaching, even though we didn't do a lot of kinesiology, we did a couple of things, but more water just helps to shift stuff that needs shifting. And also please honor and process whatever needs processing. So like you might end the call and like have a laughing fit or you might start crying or you might feel triggered. And if you feel triggered, it's amazing. Write down everything that's triggering you and look at it and and ask yourself kind of how we started the call. Where can I believe this about myself more? Um, In in neuro-linguistic programming, there's this concept that like if someone triggers you, there's either something you're wanting more of from them or like something where you want to be more of that or less. So that's a really nice place to look at if you're feeling triggered. Um, and yeah just processing whatever comes through rest if you need a rest and I'm going to pop the replay up so if you do listen to it again again setting the intention that you'll get exactly what you came for and I really believe that you'll pick up something else if you listen to this again whether it's your coaching or someone else's coaching okay that was so much fun and my voice lasted I'm so happy I didn't even get through all of my honey water Thank you so much, everyone. I'm just reading your comments here. Thank you. Thank you so much, love. And I will catch you online somewhere. Email, Instagram, wherever. Bye, everyone.